It's Mo. What up? What up? What up? And what it do? And what's good? What is on your mind today? What thoughts are you going through your head today? Look, I'm sure you guys are asking me the same questions right now. You know, the best part about this is that I'm going to tell you exactly what's on my mind. Okay. So do you set high expectations for yourself? Expectations. What a word, right? Say it with me, expectations. Expectations is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Look, I'll give you an example. And I'm sure that this example will get me a lot of emails and get blasted on social media since I'm in Southern California, of course, but I'll say it anyway. So our guest today, uh, she has an expectation along with millions of other people that the Los Angeles Clippers would actually be playing for a championship as they beat my Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> expectations. Well, apparently, they won't meet those expectations, at least not this year. <laughs> Look, if you don't know, you have tuned in to another exciting episode of Talk to Talk with More. We have so much to get to today. So before we get to it, this will be the perfect time for you to go tell anyone and everyone that is not watching or listening to go watch the show and listen to my damn podcast. Oh, I'll wait. Look, I get these questions time and time again. Where can I watch the show? Well, you can watch the show on Roku, Fire, and Apple TV to search the high school narrative. You can also download our free iOS app at www.thsn.today. Watch, submit, and share. I also have some great and exciting news that now we can be viewed on LA36, which is on Time Warner Cable in the city of Los Angeles, on ATTUverse and SoCal, and also on Hulu. So anyone with a smart device and internet connection anywhere on the planet can now watch. Oh, yes, and you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, and Spotify. Look, we've had so many viewers and listeners asking, how can they support the show? So we've developed a Patreon page, www.patreon.com backslash moor, and that's all one word. Please, please, please come become a friend of the show and give us your feedback. All right, this show is brought to you by The Jerky Zone. When you're looking for that high-protein-packed snack to get you back on track, the next stop is the Jerky Zone. Look, they have some great fundraising opportunities for schools and programs to get 50% back to your program. And Intro Wheels, where custom rims make your classic cars come to life. And Avanit Capital Management, where the plus in the logo signifies above and beyond commitment to adding value to investments by providing A-plus impact to the world we touch. We have a great show lined up for you today and an amazing guest waiting in the wings and waiting to be heard. My guest today 
is a high school junior athlete standing about six foot three inches tall, the mm -hmm. forward and the center for the J. Sarah Lions in San Juan Capistrano. Please welcome Ava Carter to Talk the Talk. What's going on, Ava? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm always amazing, always amazing. Look, I know that most of the time when people have friends and, and people that are irritating to you, you actually have to do one of two things. Either get rid of them or introduce them as another part of the show. So what I'm going to do is introduce the CTO of the high, high school narrative, my friend, Tony Rosignal. What's going on, Tony? Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Thanks for letting me on the show. As everybody knows, I got a face for radio. So uh, just going to hang out here in the background. I am really excited about having Ava on the show. One of the great people that we know. So Ava, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Like I said before, have fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, Tony. Uh, look, let me first say that how can you not be the center of attention, Ava, when you're standing at six six three? And, and, and I might be I might be losing some. I you, you might be six four six five. What are you put at right now when they introduce you at at, at the basketball games? I mean, so last year I was like I grew probably like an inch inch and a half over quarantine. So I was like six, I was like six one, six two, and they told me I was, they put on max preps that I was six three. So now that I'm actually six three, I don't know if they'll keep it at six three or they'll put me at like six four, six five. Let me it's tell you really, something. If, if they already know that you're six three, your, your opponents, they kind of frightened. But if they look on max prep and they see that you six, 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 seven, they might not get on the bus, just so you know. So you might get a win without them even showing up. So yeah. I'm sure your coach will put about six four, six five, and that's okay. yeah. We'll see. I, I, I think they will. I think they will. So what's going on? Then you talked about the quarantine, and uh, we were talking before the show, and, and you're back in school right now, right? Yes, I am. I've been back in school since like the middle beginning of August. And is that is that mostly virtual right now? Yeah, right now that's been online. So we started that. I think it was August 14th, and we've just been doing online, trying to find a time, hopefully, to come back. But we're looking to start back again this Tuesday on the 22nd. Um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely exciting. Well, look, before we, before we get to all this, this stuff, you know, I had something that I really wanted to do. And as you see, the way you looked at me before we started this show, because I knew that you were a Clippers fan. And when I know that somebody is a fan of the opposing team or of my team, I typically wear that stuff on the show. So this was not a coincidence there, Ava, just so you know. Not a coincidence at all. I should I should have worn my Clippers stuff. That's well, look, actually, so I had to, usually I go and I, I go to the barbershop and get my own haircut and do all that stuff. But what I've learned in the city of Los Angeles that they are boycott, uh, boycotting barbershops, not just the barbershops, but the Clippers that are in <laughs> the barbershop. Because, mm, <laughs> yeah. because they lost. I get it. That's boycott Clippers. Uh, that was funny. So how did you feel? Because maybe you felt as bad as Kawhi and, and Paul George. How did you I, feel after watching that game? 
It was very, it was really disappointing, honestly, because they, they had it. They did. They had it so many times too. They had it in game six. They had it in game five, but they just, they couldn't close it out. So, I mean, hopefully they all stay together so that we can come back and beat your Lakers next year. Because let me tell you, that's going to happen. It happened once a season. It'll happen again. I get, yeah. it, I get it, but I, yeah. it, there's a show out there that you probably never watch. It's called Back to the Future, and uh, it has Doc on there. And, and in the show, um, Doc is at least 642 years old. That'll probably be the same age LeBron is before we let the Clippers <laughs> beat the Lakers. But it's all good. I'm not going to give you that much of a hard time. I had to bring it up, and I want to teach you something today. If you can't take anything from me today, always know that the game is never over and the series is never over until you got four of them. If it's a four out of seven, uh, best of yeah. seven. Um, I think they learned something um, this season in the bubble. And you might be able to blame another bubble, but at the end of the day, it's a basketball. There's some rims. Yeah. There's some lines, 94 by 50 feet. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a shot. You got to close it out is what you got to do. So got to close it out. They got to close it out. Uh, I saw a meme on, on, uh, on social media and it was, uh, it was a, the Clippers logo. And over here, probably about six to eight feet was the championship trophy. And it said in the middle of it, social distancing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they've never gone there. They've, they've been practicing social distancing from the championship trophy because they've yeah. never gone there. So yeah. they're pretty good at social distancing with the trophy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. I knew you were like. I knew you were a Clippers fan. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So you guys are going back to school. Are you looking forward to going back to school in person? Yeah, I definitely am because I mean that's school is always fun because you're around like your friends and you're around to, like the people that like you love or whatever. So it's gonna be like fun to be able to like see all those people because like half of these people I haven't seen in like what seven six months yeah. so these are just like just like a lot of a lot of you get to catch up with people and like it's just like meeting new people again so it's going to be super fun and, and it'll probably be a little different because you see them on on zoom well you, you yeah. think you don't see them most of the time they got the camera off so you really don't see them um but at least when you get to school you'll be able to see some friends and stuff like that so yeah. how is this this COVID? you know it, it's affected the entire country you know it's a global pandemic yeah um for you and, and mentally and you know uh look and i forgot to tell you guys the topic of, of the show today and the, the topic of the show is leadership mentorship and friendship and i talk about what's more important to you as uh listeners and viewers being out there so um i kind of want to see what is it like for you to be to go through that pandemic mentally as a high school student you know what is how has it taken a toll on you or have you got some great things out of it i've definitely gotten a lot of great things out of it because i mean i i messed up my shoulder so that that was like that gave me an opportunity like all the quarantine and stuff to be able to like actually fully heal and like be able to like get back to where i was which is i mean if we weren't we didn't have a pandemic i would be probably out i'd be out from my team right now but like i'm 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 getting more time to be able to heal which has been great but also like 
I've learned to like love life outside of basketball and like hang out with friends and like I've met a lot of people and like when you're away from like your little school bubble for a while, like you get to be around other people and like do new things. So I I did a lot of new things and like I found a lot of things that like I loved. So it was like honestly like it was the time for me that I grew and it's gonna be like cool to like go back to school and like kind of implement all the all the good things that like I've learned and like all my fun experiences like back into like the life that I had like at the beginning of 2020. That's awesome. You said some, some very great things in there that I would love for um, and hope that you know the kids and, and the parents that are watching that you took some great things from the pandemic. So first off for me Personally, I've never ever reached out so much to, to friends and family because of life, right? Life just happened, yeah. you're working and you know, doing all that stuff. Now, me and my siblings and my mom, we're on a Zoom call every Sunday at four o'clock. Um, so Tony, if, if you call me at four o'clock on a Sunday, I'm typically on a call, just so you know. And if, <laughs> if Mary wants to know, let her know I'm on a call too, just so you know. <laughs> But, um, you talked about being able to find new things that you had interest in. And I, and I think the pandemic could um, really hurt a lot of people if they're not using their creative um, juices. Uh, and, and we were talking before the show and you talked about music and the love of music. And you said that you played the drums and the trombone for a while. <laughs> that cracked me up. You played the trombone. Um, and the guitar, have you have you gotten back into that since you've been since the pandemic? Yeah, I this year I'm taking guitar class for school. So I I got a lot of my credits done like in my freshman and sophomore year, which gave me the opportunity this year to be able to take like classes that I like more like really enjoyed. So this year I have like five core classes and then I'm taking a guitar class, which has been super fun. Um, and it's like a way to just like take a break from the day. Cause it's like in the middle of my day too. So it's like super cool to just like play guitar in the middle of my day and like hang out. It's, it's fun. I like it. And Ava, if I, 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 does, is it just so happen you have a guitar next to you or some drums or you got, you got any type of instrument? I, I don't, I don't, uh, I wish I did. I, so do I. <laughs> so do I. And I would actually try to put you on the spot and have you play I, a guitar or something. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have one with me. All right. All right. Well, before the show comes out, you could actually grab your phone, turn it sideways, play a couple chords on the video, send it to us. And that's something that okay. we'll add to the. Okay. I would love that, just so you know. Okay. Um, okay. So. Look, I, I love. I actually used to play the drums for in church. I used to. I used to be the drummer. I I did, and it was it was something that I was very passionate about. Um, I love music. It's uh, one of my greatest things. My favorite artist. My favorite artist is John Legend, and he plays the piano. I wish, I wish that I could play the piano. Yeah. The second thing I wish for is that I could sing. You know, because that's a kind of, it takes a combination of things to be able to be good at something. So I, I'm glad that you're, uh, you, you play the drums, play the guitar. What's the hardest thing about playing the guitar? Uh, I mean, it's, 
it's one of those things where it's like once you like get the basics down like it's everything kind of like builds on itself but like at, at first the hardest thing was I mean just like staying in time it's really hard when you have to like move your fingers and you're just not used to it and you just have to remember like everything because there's so many like if you have your finger in the wrong place like one one wrong place then it's just the entire chord is just messed up so you gotta you just gotta get the timing right and know where to be and know what to do do you have a do you have a favorite guitar player i like eric clapton a lot and i like i like fleetwood mac that's like a group but i like fleetwood mac and I don't know. I haven't thought about that that much, but definitely, definitely Eric Clapton. I do like Eric Clapton a lot. I'm, I'm gonna give you one, and I want you to uh, go back, look up some of the, these videos, and then tell me what you think when we reconvene at a, a later date. Prince. Okay. Yeah, my dad likes Prince. Prince was the man on the guitar, and he and he wasn't even six three. I think he was, he was probably like what five two and a half, Tony five, and that was with the heels on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But uh, I love me some Prince. So you, you talked about a shoulder injury. Uh, how did how did you get a, so, a shoulder injury? So in March, the beginning of March, my my brother and I got into like a little argument and. He did it, but it's I just landed on it really weird and it just like it just like got out of place and it messed up a bunch of stuff. But it's been a it's been a process and honestly like recently it's been like really good and I've taken like really positive steps towards like the right direction. So I'm really like excited about that. That's awesome. Well, uh so how tall is your brother? Six six. <laughs> Okay, well, don't. I'm not gonna give you any advice, Danny. Since he's six six, I can I can yeah, only no, give you advice from somebody that's about five eleven. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and and look, sil- uh, sibling rivalry. My kids, they they argue and fight all the time, right? As long as you don't literally sit there and try to deadly harm your brother and sister, because yeah. the love yeah. is still gonna be there. So I know, um, I know. We we get it. So where did you where did you go? Are you getting therapy? Kind of how is that working out for you? I am going to pro sport therapy and it's been it's been really good for me. I go twice a week. I make sure that I go twice a week. I got to stay on like my consistent schedule, but that's been really good. I think in the past like 2 weeks it's gotten like my PT has turned more into like workouts, which has been like really exciting because I get to like start doing like basketball things and like like lifting and like stuff that I just couldn't do like a month and a half ago. So the the recovery process recently in the past like month and a half, two months has been like really good and really positive, so. That's good and recovery is like hard work, right? Cause most of the people see an athlete get hurt and then they see them back on the court and just think it was miraculously just, they just healed and boom. But there's a lot of work that goes into that, right? Yeah, there's a ton of work and it's also like, like PT, is is PT, but then there's also like I have to do things on my own. So I can't just I can't just show up twice a week and be like, okay, now this is my time to heal. Like I I do my I do my two sessions of PT a week, but then I also do like my stretches every day. And I like even if I'm sitting, because online you just sit and you just watch classes and it's, it's a long day. So I make sure I like get up and I move my shoulder. Like it's not it's not just just that. Like there's so much more that goes into it that like people don't see 
Well, I, I think I'm, I'm very happy to hear because look, going through a pandemic and, and being at home and being on lockdown, not being able to see friends, um, you could take that as a negative and now you have all this adversity, right? And it, it's great to see um, such maturity from you to say, I took some great things from being in the pandemic. I've learned some stuff. I found uh, some other passions, right? And then you have this injury that you're going through and now you're starting to uh, do the recovery um, for that. So how do you handle adversity? I think that there's, I mean, there's different things that I do to handle adversity. I think that there's like different types of adversity, but I think like, like now, because there's like, this is like a, a long, like something that's drawn on and I have to like deal with like every day. And it's like, it's been like a six months process and it, it'll be a couple months more, but you just gotta take it one day at a time. And uh, I, you have to find the things that make you happy. And I think that over this time, like I have found a lot of things that made me like really happy. So kind of finding those things and like being able to like take time to like do the things that make you happy. Because if you're always just like, trying to battle the things you're struggling then like it's just gonna be it's just gonna be tough like yeah. if, I, if I was every day I was like my shoulder hurts like my whole my shoulder my, sh my shoulder hurts all the time if I was thinking like that and I was like that then my life would kind of suck these past six months so yeah. I, you gotta find things you love and like try to do those things as much as you can to like balance out your life and, and, and I'm glad you said balance. That's a, that's a great word um, because for you, you have to balance academics and, and basketball, right? And how is that for you as, an, as a high school athlete? I mean, you, usually it's it's tougher, but right now we're, we're not having practices and we're just doing like Zoom calls. So it's just like, it, right now basketball is like every other class for me because it's just like a Zoom call that we're doing, but Regularly, it's it's a lot. It's you gotta you gotta get your work done, and then you have to go and drive to an away game, and you get home late, and you gotta get your work done. Like it's just it's a lot to balance, but you really just have to like stay focused, and like you have to like have goals, and like remember your goals, and be able to like stick to them. Because if you have like an end goal, then you have something that you're working for. Yeah, I I, I could totally see that, and you know I think. I think another good thing about the pandemic, you know, being that you're doing stuff from home, um, it does give you an opportunity to focus literally on the academic aspect of it, right? Because there is yeah. no sports part of yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, what, what are some of the pros and cons of, of distance learning? Hmm, think. Definitely, pros are definitely, um, like after after school you're, you're able to do things on your own time so like 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 usually you end school and then i would have practice and then i'd have to like wait to like start my day and like actually finish my schoolwork. but now i i can kind of do things on my own time which is really nice because i mean like i have a school schedule but like i'm home like i i can eat breakfast when i want to i can i can leave and go to lunch if i want to like i can do things on my own and like have my own time versus at school it's you gotta you gotta be there but definitely there's a lot of things that are tough with online learning because usually like when you're when you're in class you can like take notes and you're like doing schoolwork but then you also like get work done like you can start your schoolwork or start your homework 
at least this is how it is for my school. I don't know. I think all schools are different right now, but but my school, we now for the majority of the time when we're on the Zoom calls, like we're just listening. So we have to do that. And then half the time, I'm not even starting my work until after the day, which can make it hard because like, that's like a full day of work versus like being able to actually work on stuff like in class sometimes, which is just nicer than yeah. all after. I, I could understand that. What, what, what's your favorite subject? Math. Who, what? Math, I know. <laughs> no. well, let me tell you something. I didn't interview a whole bunch of kids and most of the time I hear PE. I've never ever heard a high school student tell me that they love math. <laughs> I mean, out of all my core classes, that would probably be my favorite. Just cause I, I have like a math brain. Like my brain understands math. Like on the other hand, I just don't like English. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not bad at English. I just like don't like it. Like I'd rather, I'd rather do a math worksheet than like write a short story. Yeah, so let me tell you, look, we're about to take a break, but I can tell you what, that my kid is in kindergarten and he's doing math. And he comes to me and goes, Dad, I need some help. So I grab my phone. Okay, what's the question? And when he starts to uh, tell me the question, I hit Google at the same time. And then Google answers that damn question, just so you know. <laughs> what I've learned through the pandemic is I might need to go back to school. I just need to let you know that. Look, we're here with Ava Carter of the J. Sarah Lions women's basketball team. We're going to talk to her more after the break. We'll talk to her about leadership, mentorship, passion, and most importantly, friendship. So look, if you're going to stick around, I'm going to stick around. We'll probably kick Tony the hell up out of here, but we'll be back in just a second. You don't go anywhere. When I grow up, I want to be a ballerina. I want to be a doctor. When I grow up, I want to be a chef. When I grow up, I want to be a surgeon or a basketball player. I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I want to be caught in a subway. Our commitment to delivering lifestyles within reach is based on a holistic view of investing. We do not invest simply in brick and mortar, but we invest in the people in our communities and we support their dreams and aspirations. One of the great things about the North Point basketball program is it provides uh, our kids an opportunity to explore their hopes and dreams. I think the greatest thing about the program is that we are developing life skills for them, um, discipline, structure, uh, respect, hard work, friendships, fun. I think in their schools, in their uh, junior highs, in their high schools, and on into college, these are all things that sports is a vehicle to teach them life skills and, and to mentor them into being um, successful people, not only in sports, but in life. Success and stability starts in the home. Avanath provides housing to very hardworking, good people who are pursuing their American dream, and we are incubating that American dream. What we are doing is trying to support those families and help provide activities and mentorship for their children. We're part of their extended family, and it's our dream to help them reach their dreams. That is indeed what Lifestyle Within Reach is all about.
what up and well come back welcome back look i often try to tell you guys everything that goes on during the break right of course some of you guys who are who are friends of mine that are on patreon patreon.com backslash more all one word uh you get to see that backstage stuff but for you other folks listen we talked about the lakers and clippers before the break i guess ava was just a little bitter and she wanted to talk about it during the break. You know what I'm saying? It, it happens sometimes. I don't want to keep rehashing because we could be here all day. And I don't have all day because my Lakers play at 6 o'clock tonight. Just so you know, game one against the Denver, Denver Nuggets. Uh, Ava, so I got a question for you real quick. Uh, and and I, don't want you to, I don't want you to take your personal feelings and put, and put this in front of this question. Just mm-hmm. answer just honestly. How many games do you think I know the exactly. winner of the Western Conference will lose to the opposers. Now, I didn't say the Lakers are going to win, and I was very careful about that because I don't want to jinx us, and I didn't say the Nuggets will win. How many games do you think it'll take for the Western Conference champion to eliminate the opposing team? Mm, I'm going to hop. Because we know the Lakers are going to win. No, I didn't say that, Ava. I didn't, I didn't want to go there, and I didn't want to... You feel like that the Lakers, you have to answer, but since you said it, I'm okay with saying that the Lakers will beat the Nuggets. They'll beat them in five. They'll beat them in five. Um, but if it was a Clippers Lakers series, the Clippers the Clippers are gonna win that. The Clippers are gonna win that. Hmm, okay, how many games do you think that's gonna take? Would would have taken? I think that I think that that would be a good seven game series, but the Clippers. I would say they would close it out, but no, I, mean, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say they would close it out either. No. Hard for you to say that. So, so what I learned about Ava in the first segment is that Ava loves math, and apparently her math is not that great because she said the Clippers would beat the Lakers. But you got to get the full games. The Clippers can even get the full games against the Nuggets. But that's a whole yeah. different story. We'll talk about that. Grab your calculator, Ava, and go ahead and subtract the Clippers out of the playoffs. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, Ava, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so, <laughs> uh, so we were talking about your, your favorite subject. We talked about math. That, that's great. And I, I think that's awesome for kids to understand that there's high school students out there who love math and there's people out there who love math. If you, what do you want to be? And I'm not going to say when you grow up because hell, you're, you're taller than me. What do you want to be once you're done with high school? What do you want to do? I don't, honestly, I I think that quarantine has made me like rethink a lot of things, but I know that I definitely like, I want to play basketball in college. That's definitely like a goal that I have. So working hard to like get there and get a scholarship is definitely a goal. And um, I've always been interested in like sports medicine stuff. So maybe like studying something like that. And, but I'm still, I'm still like keeping my options open because if you would ask me this question six months ago, it would have been a completely different answer. I, yeah, but I, things have changed and like things that I, I'm keeping my options open and I don't want to have like one, one thing that I say like, that's what I want to do because like changes, things happen. That's, that's great. It has, has going to pro sports kind of help change that because they're they're in sports medicine and therapy and recovery right yeah yeah that i i've also just done a lot of i've done a lot of 
PT stuff because I have I have plantar fasciitis in my feet, so I've always been to PT stuff, and I've I played softball and I played basketball at the same time, so I was always I was always sore, always going to PT. So I just feel like I know like a lot about stuff like that, and it's like something I've always been like interested in. So it wouldn't be bad to like follow that as like a path. Awesome. Are, are you getting any interest from any colleges right now? Not offers, but any interests? Yes, I am. I've been talking to um, different schools, and I just hit the I just hit the September first deadline. So, I've I've been I've had coaches reach out to me. I'm talking to um, I've been talking to Harvard, which has been awesome, and then Cal State Fullerton and UTSB, and then there's other schools that have um, reached out to my coach that I have to get in contact with. But it's been yeah, the process has been fun. So. I am a, a, a Titan alum, and uh, I like Cal State Long Beach and, and UC Santa Barbara, but um, Harvard is, uh, now I get why you love math so much, because that is, that's awesome. You know, I, I, education before sports all the time, because at some point that ball will stop dribbling, or they'll, you'll stop kicking it or throwing it, or however you use it in the sport that you're playing. Harvard, that's 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 a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, Spencer Friedman from... Uh, the day um, went to, and I didn't want to disrespect you by using that other school's name on on while you're on the show. But he went to modern. I mean, uh, did I just say that? He went to uh, Harvard, and he's playing basketball over there. So that's 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 awesome. That's that's a big deal. I'm pretty sure uh, your pops would be would be proud of you for something like that. Um, can, so can I use a word? And I'm gonna use the word leadership, and uh, just tell me what that brings to mind for you i mean to me i think that i've i've had a lot of great leaders in my life so i think that um it makes me think of like people that have led me and i think this year because i'm like i'm a junior now so i'm like an upperclassman and there's i think there's only like two other girls on my team that are older than me so i think i'm to me it's kind of using what other people have taught me and using it to like help others become the best versions of themselves is I think yeah. like what leadership is. So are you a, a, a born leader or um, is it something that you've worked on? Because a lot of times people look at the stature of uh, a person and automatically thinks that makes them a leader. Um, do you think that it's, you're born with that or has it been developed in you over time? I mean, like, I, people people say, people, my mom has told me, like, oh, you were born a leader. But, like, I think that, like, it's it's who you surround yourself with and, like, like, you can grow to become a leader. Like, I think some people, I think I think some people can be leaders and some people are just quieter and just don't really have, like, that ability. But I think that anybody can really, like, develop to become a leader. They just have to, like, be given the right tools and, like, see, like, see other people and, like, what they do and, like kind of help others grow from like what they've been taught. Yeah, um, I, I, I kind of know a story because you were at um, St. Margaret's before, right? And and going from St. Margaret's to J. Sarah, um, how was that transition for you? And did people, uh, did other kids take to you um, very quickly uh, because of your size and, and ability? It was, 
was the transition was definitely like tough at first because I'd been at St. Margaret's since I was in preschool. So I was there for like 11 years. So all those people have been my friends since I was little. And like, it was just like, St. Margaret's was just like one big family that just went up to eighth grade and still a lot of them go to high school there. But when I went to J. Sarah, I didn't really know. I knew the coach, Coach Mary and some of the players who were on the team. So I think that when I had the transition, the summer camp before um, season or like before my freshman school year was like helped a lot in the transition because I got closer with like my teammates and I was able to get closer with like the people like because I also took a summer school class there. So I got to meet people. But the transition at first was definitely, definitely tough because it's like a lot of people came from the same school. A lot of people came from like St. Mary's and Sarah Catholic. So like people had groups and I, I didn't really. So I was like finding my group and like finding my place took a while, but it was, it was like worth it. And like, I, I'm happy I'm there and I'm happy with like my decision of like staying there and like being there. That's awesome. I know that, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I know one of the, the young ladies that um, was a part of the horrific helicopter crash that, that took, took the lives of those uh, nine um, people, including Kobe and, and Gianna. Uh, and I wish I could, I wish I had the name, but I know one of the girls um, went to St. Margaret's and, uh, and I think you had a relationship with her and, and was a mentor. Um, could you kind of talk to that? Talk to us about that? Yeah, so Pey her name was Peyton, and she um, she played, she was two years younger than me, and she played at St. Margaret's too. So she was, when she was a sixth grader, I was an eighth grader. And um, it was just super cool because my coach um, in middle school, Coach Fava, we were both like taller. Like there was not a lot of, you're not gonna have a lot of girls in middle school that are gonna be like 5'11", six foot, you know, like mm -hmm. you just don't have that. But. Peyton was also really tall, like me. And we, I remember like sometimes in practices, we'd like talk to each other. And I was like, I tried to like encourage her to like play basketball. And like, she she got a lot better and she grew from it. And she really took like middle school basketball, which I was, I was able to like play with her once in a while and be able to like, it was super cool. Like she was, and then when I saw she, she played for Kobe's team, like that was, like I was awesome. Like you see somebody that you you have played with or like been around, and like you see someone that has like like I, I got to see her and see her develop as a player, and then her to be on like a big team like that. It was like it was like the best feeling. Even though I hadn't when I got into like when I was like a sophomore and a, a freshman, I she was still at St. Margaret's and she was a lot younger than me, so I didn't talk to her as much. But like still being able to see someone that like you were around and you played around and you played with. Um, seeing her like get better and grow and like love basketball so much, like want to play on that team and like have the opportunity to play on that team. Like it was awesome. Like it was really cool to see that. Yeah. So how did that, that whole, for me, the impact of what happened, I, I could only imagine because, you know, I grew up with Kobe, right? As he was, in Los Angeles and of course every person in LA feels like they know him you know but for you I think the impact was probably a little bit different um being that you mentored somebody that was in there so what did it mean to you to to have that and be that mentor 
um, and then for that horrific accident to happen? It meant, it definitely meant a lot to me because I was, I was able to like, I think I was able to guide her and like get her to the place she was. And like, definitely if I didn't have, if I wasn't a, like a big influence, I definitely was an influence on that. And I, I felt like by, I helped her love basketball. And like, I, I think that learning to like love your sport is like a really big thing because if you don't love it, then why are you working at it? And why are you like trying to like be on all these big teams? So like being, being able to see that she tried to play for a team like that, it's just like, it's awesome to see that she learned to like love basketball. And it was like, it was super cool. Awesome. Well, I mean, th thank you for the, that that story, and uh, you know, I appreciate it. I know those are uh, tough times, uh, you know, for uh, families and friends and people that are close to them, and of course, uh, the city of Los Angeles and all over the world, uh, because people were impacted um, by that horrific day. So, um, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Um, let's. What is what is a passion of yours? I definitely, definitely basketball, but I, I love music, like I said, and recently something that I've been doing a lot, which I, I love, it, it's something so small and like, it doesn't seem like that big of a thing, but it's like, it's really, I love walking and going hammocking. I have a hammock and I go and I use that. It's like a way to just like get away from what's going on because it's like, it's super nice. Cause I, I went to this camp when I was, when I was, um, in middle school and elementary school and it was in Yosemite and we would it was like just it was no phones and you were outside and it was just like you and life outside and I couldn't I couldn't do that anymore because I started to play like basketball really seriously and I would play every summer so like I just couldn't do that so during like this quarantine and everything I was like you know I wish I could just like do that because it's like my shoulder injury I can't play basketball but obviously the camp didn't happen because of the pandemic but I was thinking like what can I do that I, I love and I love being outside so I was like so I got a hammock and I've been I find new places all the time to like hang it up and I go with my friends and it's like a fun it's like a fun break and you just get to be outside and just hang out and like kind of do what you want to do it's that's crazy. I, I've never, yeah. I've never heard anybody say I love hammock. Like, uh, so you, I know you just go out there and have you ever just fell, fell asleep? Yeah, no. I, there's times that I have gone. I'll go for hours at a time, and I'll like you just, you just find two trees, you find the right trees, and you hang it up, and you just, you hang out there. There's sometimes I like I've, I've gone and I've done schoolwork in a hammock. I've done, I've watched film in a hammock. I've like, there's so many things that you can do in a hammock. Let me tell you, there is so <laughs> If I, if, let me tell you that if I get in the hammock, you might want to file a missing uh, person report because I'll probably be gone for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sleeping for a long time. That's yeah. crazy. That's awesome though. I mean, I get, get the first person that ever answered a question like that and said, I, I go hammocking. Yeah. So, did you see the guy who fell asleep? This was on, I think it was on YouTube. He fell asleep outside in his backyard next to the pool. He, uh, this bear goes and he's in his backyard, looks at the water, drinks some of the water in the pool, come over and see the guy laying there. The bear hits his foot, he wakes up, the bear runs off and then comes back and just, they're staring each other down. Did you see that? This was like last week. 
I, I would love for you to send that to me, but <laughs> I, have, I have yet to see that. <laughs> I was like, "Is that, that's a real bear? Like he woke up and he jumped up, grabbed his phone. What's your phone gonna do? Who you gonna call? You go, who you gonna call?" <laughs> and then he sat there for a while. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so let's let's talk about it because so I I talked about uh, leadership, mentorship, and uh, and friendship. Um, how, how important is friendship to you? Friendship is very important to me. Um, I. I love my friends. I've always, I've always been like, I've always been a super social person, and like, I love being with my friends. So they're definitely like a really big part of my life. I think it's, I think it's important. So some of the things there's, there's some taboo words that we use and and talk about, and um, so like bullying and and uh, self harm and teen suicide and depression and anxiety, you know, all those things that people are just so afraid to talk about. Um, but now you talk about the friendship aspect of it. Has, has a friend ever come to you and said, you know, I've been, I'm being bullied or, you know, I'm having these issues. And, you know, as a friend, uh, what would you do and how, how do you think you would handle that? I've definitely, I've definitely had friends that have come to me with like issues and like they, people, people always go through their own things, but I mean, I think the best thing that like for me that people have been there for me and it's just it's it's more showing them that you love them and showing them that you're there for them. And it's not always going out and doing something like if you if, if my friend comes and says like, oh, so and so is bullying me like it's the answer is not to go and just like beat them up like that's just not that's just not what you do. Right. You just so you have to make sure you're there for them and there for the person because if you're there for the person, then they grow, they get better. They can, the person. Um, the person can, can be happier with themselves and be able to like be happier with other people and know that there's someone there for them because sometimes when they are being bullied and people are like coming at them or attacking them, like to know that someone's there is like the biggest thing. Yeah. Is, is it is it easy for you to make friends? Because sometimes it's not easy for kids to make friends. It, you know, is it easier for you, you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I've always been, I, I've always been really good at making friends and like meeting new people. That's good. And sometimes you have to be open to that, I, I would assume, right? Yeah. You have to be open to that because sometimes people um, try to give hints of, you know, Hey, I want to get to know you, you know, but if, if you're yeah. not receptive and you're not open to it, then sometimes it just goes pew right over your head, right? Yeah. Well, probably not over your head, but it probably goes over my head. It probably hits you in the throat, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why do you enjoy being a leader and a mentor and mentoring your peers and, and, and youth players when it comes to basketball? I think it just it gives me the opportunity to like better myself because like I think that by by helping other people you learn more about yourself and learn about like what you're capable of doing and I will say that one some, one of my biggest leaders in basketball like teammates that I've had on the court her name is Sarah Shaw um, I'm still really good friends with her she's she's one of my best friends and she taught me a lot about leadership. She was a senior last year and just graduated. 
and when I was a sophomore. So I played with her for two years and I knew her before a club, but she, she taught me a lot about um, being like a leader on a team. And like, she led me a lot and like welcomed me into like J Sarah with open arms. And like, that was, that was a big part of like the transition into J Sarah was like having her there. And she helped me with that a lot. And like, I still, I worked with her over the summer at my, at my dad's company, which was a lot of fun. So, but she's recently has taught, like has been talking to me a lot about trying to fill that role and like being able to like transition into being a leader on the team because it is like gonna be a, a new a new thing for me. Cause I haven't, I haven't been a team captain. I, I don't know if I'm the team captain yet. We're gonna work for that though. I'm not gonna expect anything. You gotta, you gotta earn everything, but um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get there with Sarah and I think that she's been like, like she's been able to help me out a lot with um, growing to become a leader because she was she was a great leader to me. That's awesome. Is she and is she a different grade out of high school, Sarah? She's yeah, out of she high just school. graduated. She just graduated. So she's a she's a freshman this year at um, Cal State Monterey Bay, and she's playing basketball there too. So I'm excited oh, that's crazy. to see her. My son's going there and playing basketball there too. That's awesome. Monterey. Yeah. Bay. You're welcome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, I, I, so I have so I have two things right before I let you go. So um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start a statement and I'm gonna have you finish that statement and you can take it as literal as you would like. Um, and okay. uh, before I get to that one, I'm gonna ask you one other one. Can you describe yourself in three words? Okay, let me think about this. Uh, I would say I'm caring. I think I'm a really caring person. I would like to say that. Um, I think I'm driven when I have goals and like I want to get something done, like I'll do it. Like whatever it is, like I'll I'll do it. Um, and I'd, I'd say patient. I think I've been very patient and like I've learned to become patient and like be patient through like all of this. So like patient. That's pretty good. And, and you're, you're a junior and you're able to ask that question. Somebody asked me that question 14 years ago. That's why I continue to ask the question so I can try to figure myself out in three <laughs> So thank you. I think I'm, I'm finding something. All right. The last thing is, here's the statement. You finish it. Okay. I'm here because. I'm here because... I'm here because I was given the opportunity to be here, but I'm here because I have a good outlook on life and I like life and I know how to talk about life. That's my answer. <laughs> and that's a great answer, just so you know. Okay. Uh, that's a really, yeah. really good answer because you just let people know life is important. No matter the struggles that you're going through, no matter the things that you are seeing, understand that life is important. Um, so thank you, Ava. This was, this was thank fun. It's awesome to have you on the show today. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. No, no, no. Thank you. Well, look, good luck with, with, uh, your shoulder, getting that all taken care of. Good luck with the hammocking. Cause that is really, really important. Don't find two trees that can't support, uh, the weight of you being in the hammock. Cause then it might fold. Um, yeah. and then, uh, finally good luck with, 
uh, your continued leadership, mentorship, um, your passion and your friendship. And lastly, uh, good luck with uh, getting that guitar. So go ahead and find it. Give me a little video, shoot it up to me. Go Clippers. Um, and we'll know. do some tradesies. I'll send you the video of the bear that woke bear. up the guy. I want to see that. Important. I really do. I really yeah. want to see that. It, it was funny. I, I laughed a, a whole lot. So um, thank you for taking time out of your amazing day to listen to my annoying voice. Look, please, please join me next time where my goal is to make you smile, make you cry, and or make you laugh. But if I fail to do either of those, my goal is to educate and encourage. My show will cover any and everything from high school education, high school sports, and athletes, and all things around our adolescents. I set out to inter interview educators, athletic directors, principals, and amazing people like Ava that want to help and make a difference and impact your lives. My hope is to share my passion for education, high school extracurricular activities, and higher learning. Don't forget, we will continue to focus on topics that will further our educators, build our community around education, and topics that may be taboo, but may save a life and stop the bullying. If you're out there and you're feeling alone, depressed, suicidal, or need someone, please know that you aren't alone and just pick up the phone and call the National Suicide Prevention Line, Lifeline at 800-273-TALK. That's 800-273-8255 or call our friends over at 417 Recovery. Find me and follow me on social media on Twitter at Mo underscore or or on Instagram at Mo the HS Narrative and make sure to comment on any of our podcast apps. I will leave you with this. Take time, do something nice for someone else. In turn, someone will do something nice for you. Stand up for those that may be weak, be a voice for change, and stay motivated. Yes, pun intended. And remember, when adversity comes, look it straight in the eye and say, I'm strong, I'm loved, and I will overcome you. So I gotta go. You have been watching and listening to Talk the Talk with Mo Orr for Tony, Ava Carter, and the entire team at the High School Narrative. Until next time, be the voice of change. Two fingers, spread them, and deuces. ProSport Physical Therapy and Performance has been providing quality care and healing results to Southern California since 1992. Our evidence-based physical therapy programs have been proven to reduce the risk of injury. ProSport's been a great place for me uh, to rehab from my injury. I got hurt playing football and it's, it's got all I need. The training staff, the, uh, the turf to, to rehab on, and the weight room. So it's been a great place for me. At ProSport, we provide customized training programs that will transition you from physical therapy 
to get you back to your sport. Increase your speed, agility, explosiveness, strength and power. We have been providing sideline support to Modern Day High School for over 25 years. Experience the pro sport difference and take your game to the next level. Thanks for watching. Later.